Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, George Michael Perez, a.k.a. G. Mike, and y'all already know what it is, baby. Back with another episode of The G Perspective. And before we get into it, please follow me on my socials, Twitter at George Mike Perez, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at G Mike Media underscore. The audio version of the podcast is available on all podcast platforms and YouTube as the video presentation. This week, bringing on two old guests, Jawan Caesar and Triquan Bethel. We talk about the first round of the NFL playoffs, going into the predictions, going into the divisional round of the playoffs. And then we talk about Nick Saban and Bill Belichick parting ways with the New England Patriots. Nick Saban obviously retiring from the University of Alabama football program. It was a great, informative, entertaining episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave some comments, baby. Let's get it! Jawan Caesar, Triquan Bethel, how y'all doing? Hello, 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 hello. We doing lovely. We doing lovely, my boy. Yeah, man. Already <laughs> having a great conversation and stuff that we can't uh, talk about on air. But, you know, it was funny. It was funny. A little topics <laughs> that we had going on real quick. Uh, yeah. Man, today is... I got I to gotta say the dates sometimes because, like, you know, I'll be putting out the episodes a little late. Stuff gets busy. So, I got to say the dates sometimes. Today is January 14th, Sunday of the second day of the NFL wildcard round. And it has... It's been a little crazy already, man. It's been a little crazy already. First two games, man. I don't know about y'all, but I'm I'm ready for today. Y'all ready for today? The, oh, yeah. the next two games? Oh yeah, it has not disappointed so far. I'm ready for the rest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We like yesterday. It started good. I mean, the Brown game. Browns game was the first half of the Browns game was spectacular. I was yeah. like, oh, we're gonna have a great game, but. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what you know. What the rest of the playoffs has in store for us. But we've seen some bursts, some burst and spurs. No, am I saying that correctly? I don't think I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, before we get going, man, I just want to say thank you guys for your time, bro. I know you guys are busy and stuff, so giving me a little bit of your time to come on and talk for an hour or so. You know, give some content to the viewers out there. You know, much appreciated. Much appreciated. Yes, sir. Um. <laughs> Tricky, Tricky brought it up. Tricky brought it up already. The Browns game, which is the first game yesterday, went on at 3.30. First game of the uh, NFL playoffs 2023-2024 season. And, bro, the Houston Texans came out and punched the Browns in the face. And then the Browns started punching back. And it was going back and forth the first quarter. And then after that, man, the Houston just started giving the Mike Tyson on these boys. Because, whoo, whoo, started taking off. Hey man, it got, it got ugly. Yeah, it got ugly. Um, Houston won forty-five to fourteen. Um, <laughs> a lot of notable, noticeable uh, stats that went on. Uh, first, we'll talk about the Houston side. C.J. Stroud threw for a sixteen to twenty-one attempts, two hundred seventy-four yards, three TDs, no interceptions, and no sacks. Rookie quarterback, first wow. playoff game. Wow. wow, wow. I mean, the offensive line of Houston was. Impeccable. Yeah, it was phenomenal. The pillar, the, the the I think it was the right tackle or the right guard came, and I saw somebody get pancaked. 
like it was IHOP. I was like, wait a minute. Like I'm talking about this is a this is a six foot six, two hundred and eighty pound man moving that fast. It was it was uh, it was it was poetry in motion. Uh, Houston was the better Houston was the better team, believe it or not. Imagine that you put you put some like jet fuel rockets on a refrigerator. You just you don't even put it at one hundred percent. You put it at two percent. That's just probably moving as fast as him, or even faster. Faster. Imagine that coming at you, bro. That's Joan knows about that. Joan knows about that. Oh yeah, I've been hit by a couple guys moving like that, so I know. How how much does your body hurt? Like literally right after that play? Because obviously the next day you're gonna feel it, no matter what. But I'm saying right after that play with all that adrenaline, how how much does it hurt? Oh, man, I can literally explain it to be, it literally does feel like a car crash just because, uh, let's see, the, the, the biggest one that I can remember that happened to me was actually against uh, William Golston, but he still plays for the Bucks right now. And when I was at Michigan State, I was playing tight end. I had to come across in motion and kick him out. And he came in, I'm talking about full speed. Mind you, he's 6'7", 290. Jeez. Full speed, and we we met, we collided head on, and all you could you could hear it on the whole practice field everywhere. It was crazy, oh. and it literally felt like I got hit by a truck. I got up and was like, you know, I was a little wobbly. I, I probably had a concussion. Yeah, yeah it was like bad. okay, okay, you know, you trying to like play it off, downplay. No, it. no, I couldn't play that one off. <laughs> <laughs> and then he laid me out, man. And I, that's when I realized I was like tight end. That's not for me, man. I gotta go back. <laughs> I gotta go back to the outside with the little guys, man. I'm big, but I ain't big for the line like that. Tight end, you gotta be. You gotta be wide. You know, massive. you gotta be, gotta be massive to play oh, tight. Yeah, yeah man. Tight no, hearing that from, from Jawando, like when we were in high school, he was probably one of the hardest hitters on our team when he was there. And hearing that, like that dude made him wobbly and stuff. Imagine if he would have hit us, Trick. No, <laughs> no, I would have disintegrated. You know, snapping his right, <laughs> just fly off. He used to get hit by AJ Denzel Perryman. I, I, I thought nice. my brain was going to explode. I was like, Yo, what is that? Like that's pain, you know? Like that's pain, can Put on pay, a piece of paper. Explain it. I can't. It just feels like your body, just inside, you're just screaming. You know, that's the best way to explain it. That's, that's when we found out what concussions were for sure. Because before mm -hmm. that, it was probably nothing. You know, go to Cole Park, go to a school in Miami, a bunch of Cubans. Okay. Oh, get well, ah, we're gonna play football. <laughs> you know, like, but when we started playing the heavy hitters, that's when you really find out, man. Mm -hmm. you really find out. It's crazy. You really come out for it or not? One hundred. Yeah. Those are those are the hits that make you change sports. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Like, I don't Facts. think football's for me in the first place, man. Like, you know. Golf, baby. <laughs> Golf. <laughs> hey, but other players on the team went off too. Devin Singletary, he ran 13 times for 66 yards and one TD. Nico Collins, who we expected to have a big game with CJ Stroud doing what he does, caught six passes for 96 yards and one TD. The man, the tight end, Bevin Jordan. Caught this one pass, a screen pass. It was a great play, phenomenal play, a drop. One pass wow. for 76 yards and the score. I know you guys saw that run that he did. That, it's, that was yeah. crazy. That was wild. That was nice. That was nice. The athlete right there. Yeah. Yeah. Relax. You saw that play? It was a, it was a screen. Boom. It was a screen pass. It, he blocked. Catch release. Blocked. Two seconds. One, two. He counted it in his head. One, mm -hmm. two. Got off the, got off the block. Got the little the dump off and got from point A to point B in like, two, I think it was like they clocked him at you know Amazon Prime did like clocked him at like yeah, five, yeah. 
five, six seconds, seven, it was like 60 yards. I was like, yo, he's moving. Yeah, bro. Yep. And then that linebacker number 54, I don't remember his name from Cleveland. He was trying to keep up. And I, I, after one second to another, he went into six gear. He said, yeah, I'm out of here. He he's like, yeah. me. I already know that feeling. He's like, oh, I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He feels he's like, I'm gone. No one's okay. Um, Dalton Schultz had one catch for 37 yards, but he had another TD as well. CJ Stroud threw three touchdowns to three different receivers right there. So that's how you know it's not it's not the receivers that are doing the work. It's the quarterback. Yeah. Houston's defense had two scoring turnovers, and I think, in my opinion, that's what really turned the game over. Um, mm -hmm. But just talking about on the Houston side, like, I'll start with you, Jawan, first. What did you like from the Houston offense, and were you surprised at, at all going into this game against one of the top defenses in the league? Man, it was, I wouldn't say I was too surprised, per se, because I, I really had faith in C.J. Stroud and what they, what he's been doing all season. I mean, he's shown that he's been doing it all season. And people like to say, oh, yeah, what are they going to do in the playoffs? You know, because it's a completely different thing between regular season playoffs. And obviously, he completely just blew my mind with how he performed. Even without his favorite receiver, his, his best friend on the team, Tank Dell, for the last, what, three, four weeks? The man has not shown any signs of slowing up. I'm talking about, like you said, three touchdowns to three different receivers. It doesn't matter who he got in there. He's he's going to be throwing strikes, throwing dots, and and making plays for the team, man. It's, it's, it's been amazing to see in his first year, first playoff game. Yeah, facts, facts. And going off of that, uh, Trick, like, you think, because I know you saw the first quarter of the game it was going back and forth. It looked like it was going to be a shootout. And then after one turnover by Joe Flacco, continued to another one, and both of them turned into scoring TDs. Did you think the game was going to go out of hand like that, how Houston took off? You thought the Browns were at least going to try and come back again with that one of the top defenses? Listen, after the first half, I was like, oh, we're going to see a shootout. You know, you're saying it right. We saw a lot of back and forth. Great plays. Offense was moving. I I said the defense ain't doing nothing right now. Defense can't stop nothing right now on both ends. So I was like, we're going to have a shootout. And then I, I immediately got shut up by Houston. I mean, but it was honestly Joe Flacco. It wasn't really. I wouldn't want to say it was Houston defense. It was Joe Flacco. Like the first pick, I understand. He's trying to throw it away. It, it, it didn't, he didn't have enough air on it. It kind of like hit him. It, it kind of hit his head, chest a little bit. He got hurt by it. Like I saw him mentally, you know, looking in his eyes. He was like, damn, you know, I threw that pick. And everybody's saying, you know, there's two things guaranteed in life, death and Joe Flacco throwing the pick. So it's like, you know, I, I, <laughs> I know he I mentally and then the second pick. But the second pick was the one that got me really upset. Like I felt like the Browns offense just gave up immediately. It's, mm -hmm. It, the the linebacker was just standing right there, and Joe Flacco threw right to him. I'm talking about zone, easy zone. I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't I didn't think it was gonna go, get to that point. But Houston's defense, it, it, you know, that's what win championships. We all know that. We all play the game yeah. of football. If if your defense comes out and punch the offense, you know, the op the opposition's offense in the mouth, it, it's offense has come down to you to score points and win the game. That's it. So it, I didn't think it was gonna get like that, but it, it did, but <laughs> crazy. No, crazy. yeah, yeah. No, very well said, too, man. I agree. I think Joe Flacco threw that game after that second pick, and it just went downhill from there. 
another thing that I would like to point to, like I know Denzel Ward was kind of injured going into this game. They didn't think that he was going to play and whatnot, but the way that the secondary got torched up by CJ Stroud, man, I, like, yo, it's, it's very like disappointing on how bad they were getting torched up. Cause dude, you would think that, yo, they're going to play man coverage. They're going to be tight on these boys. They're not going to be able to go off anywhere. But I saw Nico Collins at least open for like six deep balls, bro. At least, yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of stuff? Nico Collins is the truth, man. Yeah, bro. Nico yeah. Collins is the truth. This is what his uh third, third or fourth season in the league now. But yeah. he's third year. I've been, I've been waiting for him to, to finally blow up. And now that they got this quarterback, I think he's really gonna have a great career, the rest of his career, as long as he's with him. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I mean, I did see him open quite a quite a bit. Quite a bit. And, <laughs> and, you like think, was, and Denzel uh, Ward was on him most of the time, right? Yeah. 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 It, it, it almost makes you think that it maybe was a, a miscommunication throughout the game with, with the, the DBs. and But, yeah. <laughs> there was something going on. Because yeah, you got to give him Denzel Ward is a, great, is a great DB. He's a great corner. Yeah, facts. And to see him get beat that much. In the in the, throughout the game, consistently it was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I thought that just the defense was just. I saw them arguing on the sideline, like they were just not in sync. Like they were not. Doing, this is the best defense in the league right now, and they were getting torched. This this defense, I thought when, when I saw the statistics, is uh, per game. They were only given like twenty some points, like the twenty. It was like either twenty six. It was the least in the league or something. It was the yeah, most. They're top there. Yeah, they got yeah, the yeah. best best scoring defense in the league. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. That, that D line, bro. That D line did not show up. But like Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett wasn't. Was he in the game? Did he play? Because, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> dude, I, I, zero sacks. I mean, I know yeah. for sure. I agree with Trick. I think their O line is impeccable, but. To give up zero sacks in a playoff game when you're one of the best defensive lines in the league, you got a, a player that is being considered as MVP of the league, and he couldn't get a sack? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, dude. That's insane. I don't know if it was the play calling by the, the coaches on Houston that was just like, maybe they played Madden, and they're like, yo, man, we got to switch up these plays because don't lie. I be looking at other teams, and I'm like, like even with my Cowboys, like when we played uh, the Lions, we were like third and two, and we were third and 12, and we ran a screen pass. And I'm like, why? Why do you do that? <laughs> like, you know, like, what's going on? Y'all they don't play enough Madden? To yeah. See that? Like, come on, man. I feel like that's it's be funny because it's funny because I see a lot of coaches that do that. It's one of my pet peeves, honestly, to see screenplays on third and long. I mean, but apparently the numbers like to say like to show that it works. But I feel like every time I'm watching and I see a screen on third and long, it doesn't get <laughs> much. You just get pissed off. <laughs> yeah, it's like come on, just just dial up a regular deep pass play or, or mid range pass play, and, and let's see what happens. Yeah, bro. somebody got to make a play and beat their man. That's it. Exactly. And especially man coverage. If, you, if you're if you a top receiver in the league or even a decent receiver in the league and you can't beat man coverage, I think you got to go play overseas, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you got to have faith in your team that they're going to be able to beat somebody, you know? Yeah, yeah, facts. And that your quarterback is going to be able to throw a, a dart downfield to just make something happen. Yeah, you see that screen and, and that shit doesn't get completed. You're like, man, let me check out the bourbon right quick, man. <laughs> man, let me take this out. Man. Here we go. Uh, here, here we go. go. 
Oh man, yeah. But that, that, that's how I felt um for these for these Dolphin fans, bro. I felt like that's how it was, especially the way that the Chiefs and Dolphins came out. The, the Chiefs, uh, they end up winning this game twenty eight to seven. But the way that they came out in the first in the first drive, we were like, damn, okay, they're coming out to play. Now let's see what the Dolphins can do. Right, third and out. Third and out. What was that trick? Trick, tell me what was that, bro? What 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 was going on with the Dolphins? What was going on? Listen, man, like I'm a I'm a uh, I'm gonna say what every Dolphins fan is gonna say. It was negative twenty one degrees over there, (laughs) and we're from Miami. You live in Miami. You reside in Miami. You go up there, and it feels like your bones is is your. Describe how cold it is. Must that like getting hit out there must have felt like you're getting hit by a sledgehammer. With facts, this. no facts for sure. Nah, I hear, I hear excuses. That's what I hear. I mean, yeah. it is an excuse. I'm not gonna say, oh, you know, you know, it is an excuse. But like coming from a New England fan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan is just as cold as, as how it was in Kansas City so yeah I mean just, just look at that and, uh, and then a lot of these players for the Dolphins I mean mind you they, they live in Miami now right now but some of them are from up north they played up north they played in the cold this is nothing I mean obviously it's one of the coldest games that they've played in but they've played in cold weather games and if you want to be a team that goes deep into the playoffs unless you're home field advantage which the Dolphins didn't get when they lost to the Bills at the end Yep. Yeah. you got home field advantage you know you're gonna have to go to these places and win big games in cold weather at some point if you want to win and the Dolphins just didn't show up at all I'm talking about top to bottom you know guys were looking like they looked lost out there they looked like they didn't have any any want to be at the game at all and I mean, I know Tyreek Hill made his one, his uh, his he made that what two plays on that two play drive. The underthrown catch, by the way, underthrown, yeah, very underthrown. Terrible throw, terrible throw. But the DB didn't get the head around. You know, had you know, obviously, I wouldn't probably get my head around either. If I see Tyreek Hill down the down on the streak, I'm like this. <laughs> trying, to, trying to go get him, you know. So, catch up, yeah. So, so that made sense, but I mean, it it was it was top to bottom. The Dolphins looked horrible. I mean, horrible. So I know they got a lot of injuries on the defensive side and all that, but you know that's a part of football as well. I mean, it's a lot of people that they're missing. They miss. I think it was they showed like six or seven starters yeah, yeah. that they have out for the season or out for this game. And yeah, man. But the whole offense was healthy and they looked terrible. I mean, it, defensively. So what? Six starters out. You, you, your backup as a backup. You like, yo, this is the only way I'm getting a contract, or like, this is the no only excuses. way. Excuses. Yeah, like, this like, is next man up. It's, it's football, man. Guys get hurt all the time. So like, I, I defensively, I, I don't find an excuse. Like, no, you guys, you guys got to do it. You got to do what it do. At the end of the day, this is how you get. This is how you get. This is your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Get the, and what but do you I also want to take offense, the offense. offense? Yeah. Who, who is get rid of him? I, I Ben said this. Oh man, you don't have like that. I said, top, like I said, top to bottom from that offense was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Tua not making the throws as far as accurately to you know, I know it's cold weather and how hard it is to catch a pass in cold weather. But like I said, you get paid to do this. You know, you have all the they give you all the tools on the sideline on the field necessary to keep warm and and keep however what you got to do to to keep right, but. 
man, guys were just making mistakes left and right. The offensive line wasn't getting no push on the, on the run game. It was just top to bottom, like I'm saying. It's, it's, mm -mm. But I don't want to take credit away from the Chiefs, though, because they played, they played well. And they played hard, the entire team. They went crazy, did their thing. Yeah, they look good. I don't yeah. think they get farther. I don't. I don't think they they win the next round. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. So if they if the Bills win, oh no, they're the second seed, so they won't play them no matter what. So it would be uh, Houston. They play Houston, no? The Chiefs yeah. will play Houston. I believe so. Because yeah, I, I think, think I think the Chiefs are the three seed, so they would play the low. No, they would play the either. Fifth or sixth seed, I believe. Yeah, yeah, like which it. which would be Houston or Cleveland. So not it's Houston for sure. They play Houston. <clears throat> you think so? Hey. You think they get more? Hey. Houston is beat the best defense in the league. What do you think they're gonna do to the Chiefs? Yeah, hey. I mean, they, yeah. they did that at home in, in, in nice Houston, Texas. Exactly, it's nice different. It's different. Gonna be home? No, it's gonna be in the Chiefs. It'll be in Kansas City yeah. if they play there. Yeah, they better, they better cut some chicken <clears throat> head. I mean. But then again, like I was saying, guys have played. CJ Stroud played in Ohio, man. It's it's cold as heck in Ohio. It's freezing up there. Yeah. So uh, you can't you can't let the the weather be a, a so, obviously it's a factor to an extent, but everybody got to deal with that same weather. Yeah, facts. And and since you say that, right? I don't know for sure when Miami got there, when the Dolphins got to Kansas City, but in a game like that, that you know, a week and a half prior, a week prior, because you played last Sunday and you lost. And this is why you got to go on the road a week prior. You know that that's going to be one of the coldest games of the year that you will play or even any team will play. When do you? Yeah. When do you arrive there? When do you arrive there? Do you arrive there Monday morning or do you arrive there Thursday night? Like, like, I do I not understand that concept. I believe they got there uh, Friday Friday morning or afternoon. The That's day before. so dumb. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Because you, you want the, the idea is they want to get a full week of practice and then, you know, take, make that trip and then have that one night that they're there before the game and, and doing all that stuff. But freezing. I think I think you got to you got to condition yourself under the circumstances and you have fucking practice in that cold weather and you you run it how it is, dog, and then you I think your chances are going to be greater on how you execute plays. Now win the game. I'm not going to say they're going to win the game. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I feel like y'all yeah. could say the same thing. But mm -hmm. the execution of your plays will be better given the the circumstances of you arriving Monday morning or if not Friday morning like I don't know. Right. Yeah. It makes sense though, because then even uh before I was watching some of the the pregame, and they were showing some of the guys on the the Dolphins players on the field, and they showed uh Tyree Kill, and, and people were looking at his reading his lips. Yeah, and he was like, he was like, man, it's cold as hell out here. Yeah, it's almost as like this was their first introduction to the cold, this cold, this week. That's smart. You know, as it's like you know, so it would have made sense to go a couple of days early, maybe, and and practice and get a get some run out there. Just so it's not a shocker, you know, because you're going out there, you're like, oh, it's that's all you think about, you know. That's all, like when you're playing in that weather. That's all you're like, yo, it's so fucking cold. Yes, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yep. What's the play? Oh, it's so fucking cold. Oh, yeah. the ball coming to me. It's so fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's crazy because you can't re you can't really feel your fingers. Like me, uh, my AC is on right now, and I, my hands are cold. Oh, it's like seventy yeah. degrees in my house, and my hands are cold right now. 
And just being out there in that cold, I couldn't feel my fingers. Like I'm talking about, you get them gloves don't don't warm up your hands at all. Nope. Not one bit. And that hand warmer that they got, that thing don't work neither. Unless you got the little hot packs on the inside, that them things don't help. Yep. So you yep. really got to be out there moving. As soon as you go out there, you got to just start running, start moving around, start trying to stay warm. I would have a jacket on as soon as I got from the side, from the field to the sideline. I'm talking about everything, sitting on the hot bench, everything, a- any yep. measure that I could take to stay warm. Because once you get cold, it's over with. Yeah. And then I kept telling myself, I'm like, okay, even as bad as the Dolphins were playing, it was only what sixteen to to seven in the third quarter. Going into halftime. Yeah. Yeah, because the the Chiefs had gotten in. The Chiefs had gotten what in the within ten yards of the, of the touchdown. Like they got in the goal line, I think two or three times, and three ended times, up with only yeah, a field yeah. goal. Yep. Ended up with only a field goal. So it's like as bad as the Dolphins were playing, they got the high powered offense, two or three plays, and boom, they would have been back in it. Yeah. But it just felt like that cold was a big factor as far as like the mentality. They're like, dang, I don't even want to be here. I don't want to be in this cold. I don't want to be dealing with this. Got to play in Buffalo losing. next week. <laughs> probably yeah yeah probably Tell me i gotta play again in this cold ass weather exactly I'm exactly on. you see if if they would have won that game against buffalo though week week what 17 it would have stayed home yeah they would have been right at home yeah man right, yeah. right down here chilling yeah hey but that's sunny like, miami florida baby yeah you know, it goes to show you Tua in the the Dolphins. I want to say Tua. I want to give it full blend. The Dolphins in the late week, in the late weeks, they did they did this last year. They were the best and the year eight. before that, and the year before that. <laughs> they had the best eight, the first eight to nine weeks. They untouchable, and then it starts to get you know longevity of the team starts to diminish. It's it's yeah. I don't, they need to change that. They need to really go in the in, in the in the in the board or wherever they need to go to in the lab and figure out what's going on why they can't win yeah. these important the games big games yeah can't win the big games Facts. they won uh, what is it what was the stat against uh against teams that were o- over 500 they only one won and one six. They were like one and six and, and that was against your cowboys huh <laughs> yeah but it was because of i'm not gonna make excuses but it's because of two errors yeah we lost we lost that game they didn't win that game but whatever whatever it's still, really like, it's still a loss. It's still a loss. It's just another L. Another L. Yeah. Um, so for me, man, I'm gonna speak on the defensive side, right? I I grant them the excuse that you lost six year starters, seven year starters. That's that's really big hit, especially going into the playoffs. But I, at the end of the day, no excuse is valid. Next man up, it is what it is. Um, the number one thing that I saw on defense that they couldn't fucking do. It's fucking tackle. And what Tricky is talking about that it hurts like a motherfucker to tackle in the, in the cold is 110% correct, bro. These guys did yep. not want to hit. You could tell that they didn't know how to grab in the cold because you get slippery. You start slipping off of dudes. That's why Pacheco was running like... <laughs> he was running like an animal out there. Uh, he was doing Even Mahomes thing. had a nice run. The, the one that he almost scored. Yeah, like two. Yeah, I yeah, saw, yeah, like two. It looked like uh forty Duke Riley. It looked like forty five was supposed to make the tackle five ten yards before that, but I guess he thought Mahomes was saw him and was going to try and slide. Mahomes kept it go, kept it pushing. Yeah. All he did was put tap his hands on on Mahomes, and Mahomes kept on going. I said, "Oh man, they don't want to be there." Yeah, they don't want to be there. That's what I was seeing. Oh man! And then on offense, man, if you're a team that primarily makes your offense off of running plays because you got three of the fastest players on offense in 
the the regular season of 2023. So your primary offense is going off of run plays. When that shit doesn't work, nothing else works. So everything that they do with play action that you see Tua going and faking the toss and looks up and tries to hit Tyreek or Waddle on a deep ball that they've been doing all season and last year, like when that doesn't work, the run doesn't work, that shit isn't going to work. So that's why they only scored seven points because they didn't know what else to fucking do. What are you right. going to do? Be technical and keep telling Tua, yo, throw slants, throw five and outs, ten and ins. It's like, no, man, he's got to be a playmaker out there and He's not that playmaker. He's not Mahomes. We saw what Mahomes was doing. Then you look on the other side, and it's like, yeah, Tua can't do that shit. <laughs> right. Right. But I want, I want to give, I want to give the Chiefs some credit, a lot of credit too, because defensively they came out physical mm-hmm. on the line of scrimmage. The front seven was holding it down, not allowing the 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 two running backs to get free or get to that second level where they get dangerous. Um. Legarius Sneed, he's an all-pro type corner. He was out there being physical with Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle out there. It looked yeah. amazing. Looked you phenomenal. saw one clip one... on Hill? Yeah, the, the, when he jammed him up. Yep, yeah. jammed him up nice. Got a good stab, double hand stab. Yeah, yeah. Got him, exactly. got, got him right in the chest. I, I think he fell. Yeah, Tyreek Hill fell and everything. I was like, yeah. yeah. And he got what, up and he, and he smacked him. And he smacked him. Yeah, yeah. that's what you got to do in that, in that cold type of environment. Nobody wants to be on the ground. Nobody wants to be out there getting hit, yep. you know, so they, they did a great job with that. Um, and also the offense, man, just looked the same way, physical up front on the line. The two running backs, even Cly- uh, Pacheco was out there physical, but Clyde was hilarious, was out there, had a, had a big uh, third down reception. Yeah. Yep. That, that when he was fighting for the first, I think he broke off one guy, ran through another one and got the first. So, I mean, and then and the MVP of the game, I think, Rasheed Rice, that that boy was, oof. yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. He Yeah, no, he, they took one back from the uh, the, the right oh, tackles or right. penalty. The whole, the whole but he he was out there balling. He looked like the weather didn't bother him at all. I'm talking about plucking the ball out of the air like it was nothing, like it was a warm weather game. He he looked phenomenal. He runs very hard in his routes. He runs very physical at the top of the route, getting in and out of the cuts. He looked he looked great. Yeah, he's nice. No, he's he is I saw him myself. I saw him. Um, I saw like a few training camps, and I was like, okay, you know, he was on my fantasy team. So you know, I said I was looking at him early. And I was like, yo, I was like, yeah, this kid is nice, man. Like he's next one up. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's wide receiver. I'm glad somebody. I'm glad somebody stepped up out of the receivers, you know, because uh, we've been seeing. Uh, I don't know what's what's up. With, what's been up with Kelsey, but. Even though he's still been he's a getting swifty a few, now, that's why he's a swifty. Yeah, he's been he's been getting most of his yards, but like we saw in this game, he had a few uncharacteristically drops, and he just looked like certain parts of the game he wasn't, you know, all the way focused. You know what it is? Rasheed Rice was locked in. He got hurt in the third quarter. I saw, but for a couple plays or a couple drives, but thankfully he was able to come back in and kept balling. So mm-hmm. you know why you know why, uh, Kelsey's acting like that, right? You know, you know, he used to get mac and cheese, you know, for Thanksgiving and, and, and Christmas. You know, now he's getting green bean casserole now. So it, it's, he's not eating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Taylor Swift ain't giving him that soul food. She's giving him that stuff. You know, you know, that's what. You're oh, man. He's Taylor Swift. Ain't, you know, yeah. he wanted that. He wanted that. 
Now he's like, damn, I don't want this no more. So it's fucking up his mental now. <laughs> he's thinking think about how Taylor Swift's dog is, has a bigger net worth than him. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Said, That's insane, Taylor dude. They said Taylor Swift's dog's net worth is $96 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? How? I don't know where I saw it, but I saw it. I saw the post. I, I saw the post. But how? I, like, That's I asked you how. Funny right now. Excuse yeah. me. Maybe her dog got some uh, endorsements or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or the dog has been in a couple commercials with her. I don't know. Need work. Need, right. I need to get to work right now. I'm about to. I'm about to start feet finder. Bro. Naked animal. Really. That's making more the money than me. I need to. I, I got some cute chubby feet. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you better put them dogs away. <laughs> I gotta get a pedicure first, or like five pedicures. Animal five services. <laughs> I would call animal services immediately on you. Right. People, people will be calling to send them money just to get them things fixed. Yeah, right. <laughs> be like, yo, let me help you out with a surgery. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, man. It's, bro. Hey, dope Saturday of football. You know, now we got Sunday coming up. Uh, the first game was supposed to be at 1 p.m. today, the Bills versus the Steelers. But it got postponed due to what was happening in Buffalo, which was crazy. It looked like a tornado snowstorm that what was happening over there in the field insane insane so they moved it to monday at 4 30 p.m um when people are getting out of work which is kind of like mind-bottling to me <laughs> like like damn 4 30 all right whatever you could have put it at six but whatever um so so the first game today is going to be the packers and cowboys at 3 30 in arlington and let me ask tricky this first Tricky, with the stuff that you've seen from your Green Bay Packers all season and the stuff that you've seen from my Dallas Cowboys all, all season, on the real, who wins this game? You, why you want me to like Because <laughs> I want you to hype us. Come on. Yeah, man. It's grimy. That's <laughs> grimy. You're a sweet ball for that one. I mean, listen, our team is young. Our team is very young. You know, if they stay on the right track in the next two to three years, they're going to be that team. But right now, the Cowboys have matured, fully matured, and they're going to, you know, they're going to, yeah, they're going to kill us. They're going to kill us. Uh, I'll be happy if we get two field goals today, you know, because I don't think we're going to move that ball that much. I know your defense is going to come out there and punch us in the mouth. Jordan Love is going to get demolished by that defensive line. It's just going to, it's going to be it's going to be a very boring game today. Hopefully, uh, some I, I'm able to put my foot in my mouth and the Packers come out and give us the greatest football ever that they played all season. But they're not ready for the offensive weapons or the defense that the Cowboys have. Yeah, we're, it's going to be it's going to be a terrible situation for Green Bay. It's going to be a <laughs> sad day in Green Bay for sure. I like I like I like your honesty, brother. I like your honesty, brother. Uh, Jawan, what do you think? I beg to defer, man. I don't know. I think Trick is a little a little pessimistic about his team right now. Oh, really? Honestly, I mean, we know we've seen the Cowboys have shown us what they do in the playoffs, and that's that's choke <laughs> quite a bit, dude, 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 dude. quite a bit, um, <laughs> dude, dude. The, the proof is in the in the foot in the past. We, we've yeah. seen it. Um, but this, this is Jordan Love's first. <laughs> this is Jordan Love's first uh, taste as the as the the franchise QB. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's really going to step up and, and do some great things this week. Uh, the only things I was I was worried about. I mean, AJ Dillon. He looks like he's not going to be playing. 
Um, but Aaron Jones has has been coming on as of late. Yeah, uh, going running pretty hard and and doing his thing. Uh, I think the big key for the defense is going to be uh, Jair Alexander. I, I heard he's questionable with a shoulder and mm-hmm. an ankle injury or something like that. And I think he's going to be a, a huge part of uh, of keeping C.D. Lamb from doing, you know, what he's been doing the last, what, six or seven weeks of the season. And he ain't going to stop him then. I, I, honestly, I think he would still do his thing, even if Alexander was, was healthy. But, I mean, that's a huge part of uh, what the, the Cowboys have been doing that's been making them so successful. Just being able to throw to, to C.D. Lamb whenever. I think he's had like 15 targets a game for the last like five, six weeks. Yep. Which is crazy in itself. I love it. I love it. Um, but I, I, I do think it's going to be a lot more of a, a competitive game than, than what people think. We're, we're just going to have to wait and see. But uh, the Cowboys got a home. It's a home game. So the, the weather's not going to be an issue in the, in the dome or whatever. But who knows? Who knows, man? I, I really think I like Jordan Love a lot. He's been doing some good things. Also, let me go ahead and shout out uh, Jaden Reed, Spartan Dog. He's been absolutely playing out of his mind. As and he was on your fantasy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I had I had him in like three of my four leagues. I had him in like three three or four leagues, and he he the last like I want to say six weeks he was balling. I think he had a touchdown in like four out of the last six weeks, but um. He's been playing out of his mind. I, I think Christian Watson has a hamstring injury, so we don't know if he's going to play or not. But uh, I, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if 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 the Packers came out and and brought it to the Cowboys. Wow, that's a statement. <clears throat> you know what's going to happen? You ever um, what's that restaurant called? I think it's called Samurai. You know what those guys be doing? Those cooks that be doing Abachi. Yeah, they be doing about that's what's going to happen to the secondary. On Green Bay, they just gonna get this. They just gonna be getting cooked out there. You know, they gonna they gonna flip the little egg. You know how they do the little egg trick? They spin it and then they flip it in their pocket. That's what's gonna be to the the Green Bay secondary. They're gonna get cooked out there. And I the think most- just saying that to prevent himself from disappointment. That's all. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's a good strategy. <laughs> uh, I mean, you try to do that, you know, because you have people. You talk big about your team, and then your team comes out flat, and then you're like, "Oh, what happened? What happened?" But now Tricky can be like, "Man, I told you this was gonna happen." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm an analyst, dog. I'm an analyst. Put me on TV, dog. <laughs> uh, therapy, therapy, dog. I start going to therapy, therapy. Mental health is huge. Yeah, you keep it big facts. You keep your expectations low, you will be way happier in life. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, honestly, though, I think it's all going to come down to, like, if Green Bay gives us a game or not, I think it's all going to come down to their offensive line. And their offensive line started real shaky in the first one to seven weeks, I'm going to say, eight weeks, maybe until they're by. They were, like, kind of raggedy out there. There was, like, two or three games that Jordan Love couldn't get more than, like, 50 yards in the first half. Like, it, it, it was really tough on him because I do think he's a good quarterback. And then when the offensive line started picking it up, they actually started stopping this guy from getting sacked or pressured. That's when you saw Jordan Love take off. And I think he is going to be the franchise QB moving forward for sure. He's going to do great things. It just depends on how they play today against the Cowboys because, like Trick said, that defensive line is going to come at him. They're going to come at him. And if they're not covering right, bro, I see like four to five sacks happening on Jordan Love. 
Come on, man. Pause, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't come out that hard like that, bro. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Wow. How many many men are coming out of doors? (laughs) (laughs) All right, now I'm going to end the show right here. (laughs) No, I'm talking um yeah man and because like when we play against uh teams with great offensive lines uh the Niners for example um I don't think they had a great offensive line but they had a great week against us when we played Arizona um <laughs> yeah yeah it type shit and then whenever we play great offensive line like that we can't get pressure our secondary can't keep up like, it's happened multiple times this season, and this is why we lose games because these teams start scoring on us. So, if that happens today, that we can't get pressure on Jordan Love, Jordan Love can cook up that secondary, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. He can. It, it could happen. But, again, mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be – it's all going to come down to the offensive line. I think our offense is going to play phenomenal. I, I don't think the the, the, um, the Packers' defense is really going to stop us. I think – we just got to stop them from scoring as well. That's why when you told us earlier before we started the show that you took the over on the game, I think it's a great, great uh, bet right there. You're taking the over mm-hmm. on the score. What was it? 40 or it was 50? 50. Yeah, yeah. Even then. Even then. Each team scored 25 points. I can see it happening for sure. Well, it's going to be like six points. Points. I think might have like six points. Seven yeah. points. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. So that's, that's what I really think. I think the Packers are a good team, bro. They just they start. You guys started off shaking in the beginning, and then you started clicking it at the end. And now you're losing Jair Alexander. Christian Watson is questionable. Like now injuries are coming into play. AJ Dillon's out, like he mentioned. Like and that guy is trash, man. That guy. Is trash. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Dillon change the pace guy though, man. Change the pace. He need to change the pace and sit his ass on the couch somewhere, man. That's what he need to do. Or go play, bro. I've said, bro. This, or he be stream on Twitch with him and play Farmer Simulation. That's what he needs to stay. Farmer the Simulation. Quad father, bro. That's oh. the quad father, bro. I think he's so, good on third and short, bro. Third and short <laughs> in the third and goal line. I think he's good. Bro. Yeah. But it could be third and inches. He still can't score. Oh, soft, softer than pumpkin pie, man. He, he gets me so. <laughs> oh, how you, how you, yo, you, how much, you, how, how do you push that much weight? You're that, you know, that strong, and you don't have that hitter mentality. I'll be. Right. Yeah, because they do say that Aaron Jones runs harder than him. He does. He mm-hmm. does, and Aaron Jones is one third his size, which is bizarre, man. But that's mm-hmm. that's what you have. You have gentle giants in this world. That's why, uh, unfortunately, that's why I'm not six foot four and two hundred and sixty pounds. Because if I was, I'll be in. I'll, I'll rule one third of this world. <laughs> King Triquan. <laughs> king Triquan, the first of his name. Long the live the king. Long live the king. Hiri, hiri. You know, no, hey, the new goat comes out. Uh, the new got. I'm sorry, but I call it goat. <laughs> the new got comes out uh, in the summer. Be fine, hey. though. Hey, House of Dragon season two. It's gonna be crazy. I haven't finished season one actually. I got like I think I got like two episodes left of season one. But... Oh, those That's last two cool. are fire, bro. I still got my Game of Thrones whiskey over there on my bar. I got two bottles of the, the White Walker. Oh yeah, yeah. I drank yeah, the, yeah. the black label one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. They got me that shit for Christmas. I think like two years ago, or three years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Fire. Um, do, are we making predictions for this one or what? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was actually going to ask that next. Cowboys, Packers, predictions. Let me know. What y'all got? I'm taking the Cowboys still. I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers take it. Don't, don't, don't be surprised by that at all. But I'm, I'm going, I'm going Cowboys 31-27 because they wow. got to cover that. They got to cover my over under the, the, the point spread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick. Uh, I think it's going to be like 42, 42-17. Yeah, it's going to be, I see the Green Bay getting two touchdowns and a little field goal. And then the Cowboys just run it up. You ever heard that song by Tyler the Creator? It's a great song. It's called Run It Up. And it's just a chorus. He's going, we're going to run it up. That's that's what the Dallas Cowboys going to do. They're just going to run it up. Just run don't it up. Surprised. Don't be surprised if Jaden Reed gets into the end zone twice. Huh. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be at all. And and it's like a rivalry, too. You know, you're, mm-hmm. the, our, your head coach is our ex-head coach. And good weather. Good weather, too. Great weather. They're not in Wisconsin. It's it's they at in Dallas. Everybody and their mama shut down today. Nobody's working yeah. in Dallas right now. Everybody's at the <clears> game. <throat> it's gonna be the atmosphere is gonna be electric. Right. It's gonna. I got I got Cowboys thirty four Packers twenty eight. I think the like I alluded to. I think um, it all depends on Packers O line, and I do think that they're gonna play good because they have at the end of the season. Towards um, in the half to the, the towards the end of the season, they've been playing great together. So I think that chemistry is building up. I think Matt Lafleur is no, knows what he's doing with them now. And then Jordan Love, he's just showing tremendous confidence. He's showing that he could do his thing. He's another Aaron Rodgers out there. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. put him that high already, obviously. But I'm saying like he's a good chosen one after him. Another similar uh, stats second. though for their first year. Yeah, facts, facts. Similar and, stats. I think Estegan's going to go back and forth, but I just think the the Cowboys are going to cover it. They're not going to lose at home, undefeated at home this season. And I think that's going to continue throughout this whole year, really. I think the next round we win again, and then we're going to go to San Fran, and it's going to be fucking iffy, you know? But we'll talk about that later. Really? I think I beat San Fran. I, I, I'm really hoping we fucking do. I'm really hoping. Because if we go to the Super Bowl, I'm going home. And we throw in a party at my mom's crib. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to the game. When about you get your tickets to the game, dog? That'll the, be my the, birthday. That's 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 in Vegas this year, by the way. Maybe I maybe I know somebody. I know somebody. We can get two tickets. Would you be? Would, that, would you be interested? Sam, I'm out there. The Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I'm out there. All right, but George, you said you said that since you know since the game might be that close. Shit, they might win, baby. They might win. So, show the back. Show the back. Show the back. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, He's part of the team, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm on the team. I'm the sick. You feel me? I'm the 12th man. You hear me? Listen, why are you saying it's so close? That's that you're a sports analyst. Are you you eat, sleep, drink, go to sleep again, and wake up and do sports? So you saying that has me like more hype than anything. Cause what I've seen is not has impressed me whatsoever. But as you, as an individual that watch sports that much. Analytical takes, baby. You gotta be reasonable about your shit. Just like what Jawan said, how the Cowboys always choke in the fucking playoffs. It's the fucking truth. It fucking happens, Cowboys fans. We fucking choke. 
All right? And especially when we get to the divisional round. I, I don't think we choke today. But if it happens, like, you can't be upset because the shit fucking happens. Yep. And they're only seven-point favorites right now, too. Exactly. Yeah. Even Vegas got us seven points? I was yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You guys are very optimistic right now. I was <laughs> All right, all right. So the next game today is the Rams and Lions. I'm going to start with Jawan first. Jawan, what do you think about this? Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff coming together in a first playoff game against each other after the trade, man. And by the way, NFL script writers. That pen, that pen is on fire right fire, now. That, fire. Pen is, that pen is going crazy fire. right now. Right. You ain't hot by gunner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Man, I think I think it's gonna be a, <laughs> I think it's gonna be a great a great game, honestly, because just because uh the Rams they can play anywhere or they've proven that they can compete and play anywhere. Um but this is huge for the Lions that they play in at home because we've seen what they look like on the road and they're they're terrible. Yep. <laughs> but um <laughs> When you look at it, I think both quarterbacks are going to do their thing as far as in this. I mean, the weather is not going to be an issue. They're in the dome in in, uh, in Detroit. So that's going to be a huge, a huge factor because both of them do struggle in cold weather. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's going to be a huge hurt for the Lions is that they lost Sam Laporta for, for the season. I think he tore his ACL, right? No, he might play. He might play. He, he might play. He might play. So, I yeah. thought he tore his Was it him or was it uh? No, no, man, no, no. You're 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 talking about the right person, but I saw today that he might play. They shot him up with adrenaline. They hey, boy, they put a cast on that boy. They shot him man, up. They I turned him into Laporta Wick. That's what that <laughs> fuck happened. <laughs> uh, that's crazy to me. Yeah, because dude. because I because he's a huge part of the offense. Obviously, at coming at, as catching as many passes as he did as a the tight from the tight end position. Um, especially as a rookie, I think if if they had a tight end uh, offensive rookie of the year, he had he had it just as much case as as Stroud and uh, who else, whoever else. But um, I think everybody from from that offense is going to do a, a great job against that that Rams defense. Even though the Rams defense has been playing pretty well, yep. Um, I look for the Sun God Amon Ross St. Brown to do his thing once again, going over a hundred yards. I think he's gonna have a hundred yards in the score, probably six or seven catches. Yeah. Um, he's so nasty, bro. He's so he's he's, he's nice. He's he's yeah, nice, bro. man. He's he's doing everything for that team. And also, don't be surprised if, if we get if we see a, a Jamison Williams uh, big play. I'm talking about a 60, 70 yard TD. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking for one of those tonight. So, um, but honestly, it looks like the same way on the, on the other side when you look at the Rams' offense. Um, they've been playing Puka. great. Matthew, Matthew Stafford's been, been doing his thing. Puka, Puka Cup. Puka Cup. <laughs> that duo of Puka and Cup, man, they, they're doing their thing, man. Puka's been playing lights out. You see he got the, the record for the receiving yards as a rookie. Yep. Um, oh. He's just been doing everything right. He's been running his routes violently. He has strong hands in the pass game. He can catch everything, catch everywhere. I'm talking about. The, the man's nasty. And then we're looking at that run game of the Rams. Both run t- both teams have a great run game. When you look at Kyron Williams, most improved player of the year of, of the, the season. 
he's been playing lights out. I think he's he's been running over like ninety rush yards per game or something like that, eighty five rush yards per game. And he hit thousand uh, yards for the season too. Yeah. So I mean it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a super high scoring game. Um but if anything, if if either defense has a chance to to make something happen, I think it is gonna be the Lions just because how well they play at home. And uh also Aiden Hutchinson has been playing great. The D line has been playing well. Um but it's it's gonna be a shootout. I still think it's gonna be a high, high scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey, what you thinking, man? I don't know. It's gonna be a shootout for real. Like I'm going on, I'm piggybacking off you, Juwan, one hundred percent. It's gonna be a shootout. Uh, secondaries on both teams, they give out the highest receiving yards. Didn't C D Lamb have like two hundred and twenty one yards on the on the Detroit secondary? Yep. So I mm-hmm. it's gonna go crazy on these guys. Um it's just basically gonna come down to who can slow slow down the other. Pretty much. That's what I see. But I, I feel like everybody's gonna go guns out. Um, I got I, honestly, I really want Detroit to win, man. Like that's who I really want to win. I love the head coach. I love, uh, I love that. I love his message. I love his little. They have like a fake Twitter account of him. They be having me dying laughing. <laughs> it, it's it. I, I really, I just really hope. But it's gonna be like 30, 30 some thirty. It's gonna be like thirty seven to thirty two or thirty one. It's gonna be up there. It's gonna be like a sixty over a sixty point game for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what are they be saying on that Twitter account? <laughs> like, <laughs> give me one tweet. Give me one tweet. They say one tweet. Ah, uh, let me see if I can find it, man. I'll have uh, to like. Oh, uh, I thought you had it at the top of your head. It, it's cool. If you can't find it, don't worry about it. Yeah, but but yeah, the, the, it was, those those burner accounts, man, they, those just be making me crack the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, um. Bro, uh, you guys hit it right on the head, bro. I don't even really have much to say because you guys like basically said everything like legit on on point about it. The only thing I want to emphasize is the the Detroit secondary, man. I think they're worse than the Rams secondary. I think they're both pretty iffy, but Detroit, man, just lately they've been showing that they can't cover a damn fly, dog. And it's it's bro, it's it's tough. It's tough out there for them because their offense can't put up numbers. They could keep up with the score of what the Rams are going to do. Matthew Stafford is showing that he's playing like Super Bowl MVP again. Like like he came back off of the Tommy John surgery and people think that he wasn't going to do shit. The Rams were thinking about trading him. They had to put uh, Baker Mayfield out there last year because he wasn't there. And then in the beginning of the year, they had someone else in the starting role. And it's like you see someone in the star caliber like Stafford, you think that he is going to be you know long lasting or if not if you think that he's trash you think that you're going to try and trade him away or whatever but this guy came back showing you guys what's up throwing it to coop throwing it to kupanu anuka or whatever you <laughs> want to call him but man he's been showing out staff has been showing out and like Jawan said kyron williams great nfl and most improved addition right there the guy has just shown out every single carry that he gets He's just running north and south, trying to get touchdowns too, bro. This guy is a touchdown machine. And their offense is just so good, and the Lions too, that I I agree with you. It's going to be a shootout, back-to-back, boom, boom, boom. It's going to come down to the wire, and we're going to see what that Detroit secondary can do because I think their defensive line is great. Aiden Hutchinson, he could get to Matthew Stafford. He'll probably have one or two sacks. But there's only so much that they can do. The secondary needs to stop. The, the receiver 
from getting yeah. yards and scoring for sure. I, th- I think uh, Stafford is going to have one of those, like, this is my house type moments. Right, right. <laughs> literally, literally, bro. I think he'll throw for 300, bro. He's- yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Ice Pace got him for 325. Price Pace yeah. always giving, like, the. the I mean, like, it's, but it's like the, you know, the angel or the. It's like oh, a, the demon dang, or the. 325 goblin. is his line? That's the demon, a demon one. That's the demon one. I think his regular oh, line is like 280. Oh, more. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was about to say. Golly, three twenty-five. Yeah. That's what Price Picks be doing, though, bro. Kind of people take it. Look at me. I took it. <laughs> you got. That's why I like that. Watch they both. Watch they both throw for like five hundred and six touchdowns wow. or something like that. That'll be crazy <laughs> game right there. Crazy game. That's the type of game people want to see, though, man. They want to see yeah, all, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of big plays, man. It's, that's what people like to see, man. I like. I love to see that too as a receiver. Yeah. I'm like I'm like this. Mm, I'm just, let's go. Keep throwing the ball. Keep throwing the ball. Everybody eat it today. Everybody, all you can eat, baby, Golden Corral. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Yeah, gosh. man, that, that'll be dope. But you know, in this time of year, man, you got the top defenses in the league because defense does win championships, and especially in the NFL, bro. It, like it, it's just a, a a given, proven statement. So in this type type of year, like you're just gonna see great defense. So you're not gonna see a lot of shootouts happening. We thought we were going to see mm-hmm. it yesterday with the Browns and Texans, but after First a while, half. after a while, the defense just said, nope. nope. Yeah, it was only one side shooting. That's yeah, what exactly. Yeah, after a while. Exactly. <laughs> the Browns had their hands up the whole time. Houston uh, right. let up. Houston did not let up. God. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Monday Night Football, like I said, um, we got two games because they switched the Bills Steelers one to that game, and then we got the Eagles and Buccaneers at night. Uh, going with the Bills and Steelers, Trick, I'll start with you. You think the Bills overcome this easy win, or you think the Steelers might come out and shock the world? Honestly, I don't want to watch that game. <laughs> <laughs> Type shit. I really don't care for neither. Uh, but I I feel that we may get some – Pittsburgh might, might pull up an upset because Bills are fraud. I feel like Bills Ooh. are the fraud. They're fraud of a team. As wow. as, like as everybody's saying, like, oh, they're Super Bowl contender, Super Bowl contender, but I feel like they're fraud compared to their, you know, compared to everybody else that's in the playoffs right now. Uh-huh. So okay, uh, okay. It might be it might be like a small margin of a win. I don't think Pittsburgh punched the Bills in the mouth. It might be like it comes down to a field goal, a game winning field goal. But I, I I have I have the Steelers winning. I'm going for the underdog. Always been underdog. My life. I'm going for the underdog Steelers. Nice, nice. Real, real quick, breaking news. Uh, both Jair Alexander and Christian Watson are both active. They both nice. will be playing today. Oh, nice. so that makes a game. Hey, that's huge. That's huge for them. They needed that. that. Changes they nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Still gonna get cooked. Jair should have stayed his ass on the bench. They. You know what? I'm upset that even um you know what you heard about the controversy about Jerry Stark. Sorry for going backwards, but you know how this uh, the Green Bay sat him out because he was the he did he something out, yeah he went out on the coin toss called the coin toss for the defense to the, the defense to get on the field before offense <laughs> and OT <laughs> no way yeah, yeah yeah they sat him out they suspended him for a game and he wasn't I, captain that's right and he wasn't captain. He was from, uh, but he was from there, so they like, oh, I thought everybody knew I was from there, so I, I should be capped. 
That's fucking hilarious. Jawan, Bills, Steelers. I'm on the other side of what Tricky was talking about. Man, the Steelers about to lose by 30. Okay. Yeah, I, I really yeah. feel without TJ Watt, two-time defensive MVP. I'm sorry. Right? He, he, he's gotten it twice before, and it looked like he could have gotten it this year. But um, without him, I mean, no bad defense I think is going to crumble. And, and I think even Alex Highsmith might be uh, questionable as well. But uh, – I, I just don't see uh, any type of the defense holding it down as far as what what the the Bills have been able to do offensively as of late. You know, because because they have been up and down this season, losing some games that they shouldn't have lost. But when you look at Josh Allen and what he does, especially in these weather games, like he that's what they do. The so so I, I really think you know the the Bills are going to come out hot. They also are like the Dolphins where they've lost a lot of guys on their defense, but they've been able to, to push past that and push through it, unlike the Dolphins. <laughs> but um and, and we've seen we've seen the Steelers offense struggle their entire yep. entire season. No matter who's in that quarterback, they're struggling. I mean, they this is the probably the best that they've looked in these last maybe two or three weeks. But uh I just don't see it happening at all. I, I just see a, a straight whooping from start to finish. If anything, they need to just hope that the, the the snow is going crazy and that it's just as ugly a game as possible. So, if anything, the the with the weather's helping them, but they need that because they need it. Yeah, I, I really think they're going to get whooped. Yeah, I'm I'm actually with Jawan on that, and then, and then I'm going to speak on. I don't I don't think the Steelers can score at all <laughs> i don't think they're gonna score at all i think if they do it's gonna be Najee harris maybe running it down for like 50 55 yards maybe with a td at the end uh but mm -hmm. i i just really don't see their offense moving like that like i, I like i think first half i they probably get total yards maybe like 150 <laughs> i don't think they can right. do do really anything against yeah. buffalo and then just speaking on buffalo's offense they're they're gonna come out they're gonna show up I mean, I feel like that's a given. Um, but I just don't see the Steelers' offense doing shit, dude. Like, I'll be surprised if they get seven points, honestly. Yeah. See, they've been, they're the first, I think they're the, they're the first team. Mason Rudolph, man. I'm not a yeah, believer in that. Balling, man. I think they were averaging, like, what, 14, 17 points a game or not even as an offense. And this is, like, the lowest scoring team with a winning record, like, ever. Oh. I forgot saying, what stat that was, but it's literally like the worst. Right now, it's in the history of ever, it's the Jets. <laughs> With a winning record, though. The winning record, that was the, that's the With fact. With a winning record, it was <laughs> That's <what>? the variable. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the huge part. It was, what, 9-8? and eight? Yeah, yeah it was 9-8. And, and that, that's crazy to see that. And, and, I mean, but that's been a part of, partly because of that defense. And without their best player on the defense, come on, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't even think we gotta speak much on that game, really. I think I think it's just gonna be one sided for sure. Honestly, yeah. mm -hmm. Tricky, if you put money on the Steelers, I, I hope the Steelers win for you. Let's I have no care for this game. The spread, uh, their money, the Bills money line is like minus five hundred. I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Minus five fifty. Yeah, Pittsburgh plus four hundred. Hey, oh listen. my god, dude. 
he, he put a hundred on it. You know what I'm saying? Put a hundred. Make four hundred bucks. Make five hundred. He put a four hundred. You know I mean, hundred on it. Yeah, oh, yeah true. right there. Hey, if you if you do it, if you put that slip in, I hope they win for you. Again, I have no care for this game. I don't care who the fuck wins. <laughs> um, last game before we get um, well, we got one more thing to talk about. But it's gonna be a quick convo. But um, last game before we move on: Eagles, Buccaneers. Jawan, who you taking? Oof, man! <laughs> if you would ask me this. Uh, a week ago, I probably would have said it was easy Eagles. A week ago, with a couple, with a couple of easy Eagles that that they were going to take it. But now that a I'm week ago at, or like five weeks ago, because they've been playing. Okay, oh. let's say five weeks ago. Then, five <laughs> weeks ago. Let's say five weeks ago. Then, okay, okay. I would have said I would have said Eagles with ease, like it's going to be a breeze. But now, with the injuries that they've had, AJ Brown's not playing. Yep. Oh, that's huge. And we saw what yeah, it came mm-hmm. out yesterday. He's not playing. They and and we saw what the Eagles looked like before they acquired AJ Brown. Cocky. Exactly. Uh, we're looking at Jalen Hurts. He's he's been banged up. He dislocated his finger the, the other day, so we don't know what his status is going to be like or how if he's going to be ready to go as as far as that goes. He's going to play though. And then he's going to play. Yeah, but he's he's, he's going to play, of course. But um, yeah, man, when I look at that. I'm just I'm not very confident in in the Eagles right now, and especially because they're they're what they've lost like three of the last four. Yep, it's been it's been terrible. And terrible. there's rumors that they're trying to fire the head coach. If there's already rumors of that, and you haven't started playoffs, yeah, that's bad. That means that means the locker that's room bad. is probably the, the locker room sounds like it's a mess right now. Yep, it sounds like you know guys aren't really together as they should be but you know it, it's playoff time it's usually when people really lock in though so we don't, I don't know what's going on in the locker room or not they haven't heard anything about like being turmoil at all but when you look at those those factors you're missing your best offensive player AJ Brown that's huge the defense has been up and down losing to the when they lost to the Giants the other week they, come on now smashed by the Giants <laughs> come on now Eight leg parlay got ruined because of that. Like how, oh, bro, bro. That's great. That they look, they look horrible. They look horrible. But we're, we're gonna see how that goes. I mean, on the other side, the, the other side of that coin, the the Bucks, they've also been up and down, but it's been expected from them. I mean, just look at. Uh, I, I've I've loved to see Rashad White. Shout out to him. He was also on my fantasy team. He's been looking like a baller, doing his thing. Um, Mike Evans, proving once again that, you know, he's one of the top receivers in the league. Uh, even Chris Godwin went over 1,000 yards this season again. So just just looking at that and and seeing the guys that they're ready to go, they got a little momentum just mentally as far as, okay, we see that this team is banged up over here. That, so they're ready to go, I think. I know it's going to be in Philly. It's cold whatever, but – Guys are used to that. You know, they've done that before. So we'll yeah. see. I like the Bucks though. You like the Bucks? I like the Bucks. So your prediction is the Bucks winning? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ah, you got the Bucks being you, you put the Bucks and Steelers on one slip? You having a good weekend. You having hey. a good weekend. <laughs> I'm not putting the Steelers on there though. The no, Steelers, no, hundred percent. No, no. I'm not putting right. them in. I'm saying if they hit if they hit those two teams in. You, you can, I, I think you could give the Steelers 21 points and I still wouldn't put them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, not that cold. it's 
It's not that crazy. What trick? What do you think? Yeah. Eagles. Hundred for a thousand. A hundred for a thousand. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. What do you mean? That's, a, that's like plus, that's like plus a thousand something. Steelers bucks with hundred dollars. Listen, listen, our viewers out there, hundred dollars right now. Hundred dollars. We all put twenty five each. Thirty five. Uh, $1,100. Uh, I'm done. Let's up. What's the, spread for each, what's the spread for both of those games? What's the point spread? I think the Bills is like minus 12. Uh, 12? I'm not looking yeah. at it. I'm just going off. Plus 10. Plus 10. Pittsburgh plus 10. Uh, and the Bucks plus 22, two and a half. Plus Bucks two and a half? Two and a half. Holy shit. Wow. That was surprising man. right there. I told y'all I'm picking the Bucks, man. They, they it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a lot closer than people think. The Eagles are falling apart. They are falling apart. They are falling apart. Yeah, we've been all up an empire. I'm not saying I'm not saying the Bucks have been playing out of their mind or anything, but the Eagles have been that bad. What you think, Trick? Eagles, Bucks. Come on, man. I really like this guy, Jalen Hurts. I saw somebody on Twitter making, you know, making jokes about Jalen Hurts. Oh, look, look, look at Mr. Perfect, Mr. All the Bitches. Yeah. Haiti, uh, Haiti. Remember that, like yes. Mr. Great Hairline. <laughs> you feel me? I like, I, I go for the guy. He got, he got a good tape line. I'm not gonna lie. That's just like they was, so, was calling that boy. Uh, they was calling him Socrates or something like that because he got all the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare head ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, nah, man. Uh, I'm going for Jalen Hurts, man. I I feel like, I feel like he he's telling the team like, yo, no matter what's going on, we need to win. Like we got people out there hating on us, and and we gotta really, we gotta really do what it do and get this get this ring. Cause I mean, why can't they get this? Whoa, ring? whoa, whoa! You think if they win, you think they're going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl? I think they get to the Super Bowl. You think they beat the 49ers or the Cowboys? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Just wanna I just wanted to clarify. I just wanted to clarify. I definitely I definitely do. But they okay. just gotta wow. they gotta play at that caliber though. I know what they're capable of. We seen them. We, we see know them. what they're capable of, but they're falling apart. That's like, you know, that's like you give Yeah, because they do the touch push ten to twelve times a game. <laughs> Throw the damn ball. And this is what I'm gonna it. talk about, right? This is what I'm gonna talk about. The Eagles offense is playing way too conservative, bro. You bring in a new offensive coordinator, it changes the whole dynamic of the offense. You see the Eagles run the ball at least 60-65% of the game than throwing the ball. And then when they do the throw the ball, sometimes, uh, I would say like 20% of the time, is a fucking screen pass. And it's like, might as well just run the fucking ball. You know, like, you got A.J. Brown out there. You got Devontae Smith, one of the best hands in the league. You got a great def- um, tight end, Dallas Gobert. Like, dude, you got people who could catch the ball. Why are you guys not making more plays for these guys to go out there and catch the ball? Yes, your run game is good, but dude, use the run game a little less and put the pass game a little more. Why do you think AJ Brown's so pissed off? Yeah. Why do you think he's always fucking complaining on the sideline? Yeah. <laughs> he wants his I targets know. up too. You see CeeDee Lamb on the other side, 15 targets? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, no, it's crazy. If I see that, I'm like, I need eight. I'm like, I need me. 10. I need 10 at least. Feed me. Y'all Feed see me. that? Y'all see who's lined up against me? Y'all see who's lined up against me right exactly, now? Exactly, bro. And he's a big motherfucker too, bro. What is he, like 6'4", 230? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'll tell I don't you know, right man. Now. 
Giants. The Eagles have been falling apart. And it's tough for me to say that the Buccaneers will win this game because I don't believe that. I believe the Eagles will win. And I really hope I'm wrong because it's always fuck the birds. But I think they're going to come together like Tricky saying. They're going to they're gonna step up. They're going to show the type of caliber team that they are because they are a Super Bowl team. I, I just don't think that they will get there this year with Dallas and San Fran in the way. Um, but they they have that caliber team. They just got to come together. They got to stop all that bullshit that's going on in the locker room. They got to stop being conservative. Start gunslinging shit because Jalen Hurts can't do it. Like, then you got a shot. Then you got a shot. And then on the other side with the Buccaneers... I love Baker Mayfield, bro. That guy's a dog. That guy's one of the the toughest players in the league in the quarterback position. And even skills players position, really, on offense. And I think, like, his mentality will take Tampa Bay up a notch. I think if they keep him next year, I think he can develop. But I just don't like the clutchness. I don't think he has that clutch gene. I think he's going to throw a pick in the third quarter that's going to fucking solidify the game for the Eagles and they're just going to take off from there. I think his he gets maybe like too overpressured at certain points and he tries to make some passes that look great, but then you look at the play, you look, you look at the film and you're like, yeah, you could have thrown it somewhere else. Why'd you throw it here? Like I think he really does that. But hey, man, if the Buccaneers win... I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Yeah. And when you look at it, they played earlier in the season in September. The Eagles won 25 to 11. But I think this was before. Jalen Hurst threw two picks in that game. But And this was A.J. Brown had nine catches for 131 yards. He balled. But um, I think this was before. This was a little bit before Rashad White started to come on. He was He had yeah. 14 carries for only 38 yards. I mean, they just weren't, they just didn't look like they were gelled together yet, you know. So that was week three or four. But now we're seeing Baker taking control of the offense, throwing the ball all over the place, getting Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin their touches, get Rashad White the ball. He's doing his thing. So I, I really think Rashad White is going to have a big game. Look for that. <clears throat> but who knows, man? This This is a toss up. Like we said, Five weeks ago, this would have been Eagles easy, but ah. <laughs> hey, every week that team has disintegrated from the within. <laughs> from mm-hmm. it's tough, it's tough, man, it's tough. Um, the Cowboys game is about to start, gentlemen. So we're gonna wrap this up really quick right now. But the last thing we want to talk to y'all about: Nick Saban has retired from coaching at University of Alabama, where he won seven national championships, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick has parted ways with the New England Patriots after 19, 20, 21 seasons, whatever it is, seven Super Bowls, like thir- 12 AFC championship games, whatever it was, and a phenomenal Hall of Fame coach. Uh, just to get Jawan's perspective first, because that is his uh, favorite team, the New England Patriots. How are you feeling about your Hall of Fame coach finally leaving and ending his career with the New England Patriots, essentially? <laughs> We're gonna cry. You're gonna cry. I'm heartbroken, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> really, it's, it's the end of an era, man. Think about it. It's like as long, almost as long as we've been alive, the Patriots have been Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Twenty years of that. Twenty-four years of Belichick. 
And it's like, it's going to be weird to see another coach at the helm. It's already been weird seeing all these different quarterbacks we've had. But to see <laughs> a new coach now as well, uh, it, it's definitely super weird. And, and to think that Belichick is going to go be coaching for another team. I thought I was hoping he was just going to say, okay, I'm retiring. But it's looking like the nah, son. Like, I'm thinking he's probably going to go to the Chargers or something and, and take over those teams. But we'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, the game but, starts um, at four thirty. Um, tripping, tripping. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, man. I think the greatest. I think still, even with Tom Brady, because they like to say, oh, who made who great?" I think both of those two are the greatest of all time. Whoa, um, whoa. But uh, but yeah, man. Look at the look at the resume. It speaks for itself. You might have had Tom wait, wait, Brady, wait. but you got you got to have a team. Real quick, real quick. Uh, I want I want to hear what Tricky has to say. What, what what do you disagree with what he just said right there? That, that two of the greatest to play. To the greatest at, the at their positions, obviously. Uh, I think, you know, you know how in a relationship you go like, oh, you need me, I need you, you need me. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick needed Tom Brady, and we saw that. Tom Brady left. They needed each other. No, no, no. Tom Brady obviously, left. Tom Brady left and went left to go and win got another, himself another ring. He already, you hear me? He went to, he came yeah. to Florida. He went to okay. Florida, grilled out, started playing Kodak Black. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it's, here's why. Here's why I say they needed each other, though. Is that even obviously Tom? Obviously Tom Brady is he's undisputed for me the greatest quarterback of all time. That's no, there's no question numbers wise and just who who he is as a leader in the locker room. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah. But at the same time, when you look at it, Bill Belichick was able to scout some of the players, free agents. I'm talking about free agents, late round picks. Anything like that for a defense that we've always had a top what top five defense in the league year in and year out. Yeah, obviously the, the the players that have played have said it has something to do with Tom Brady because they're thinking the defense is like okay we just give him a chance, Tom go handle it, boom. That obviously that's mentally that's a huge thing, but the way he's a defensive genius, the way he's able to scheme things for his team, the way he's able to take whoever. And turned him into all pros. Look what we did with J.C. Jackson. Turned him into an all pro. Sent him away to the Chargers. He was, ended up being trash over there. Right back with us. And he's balling with us again. Uh, same thing with Malcolm Butler. Guys like that. It's been, you know, I think it's both. You know, both of them had needed each other to win. I don't think one would have done all of that without the other. Is what I'm saying. But uh, obviously it sucks to see him We're go. We're not saying who another. needed no Yes, they needed each other. Yes, I'm but not saying. I'm not saying. But who needed did. one the other? Who, who needed the other person more? Though? Oh, of course, you're not going without a quarterback. You're not nothing, no matter how good of a coach you are. So okay. of course, he needed Tom Brady more. But look at as far as greatest coaches of all time. Yeah, Belichick True. is up there. Yeah, regardless top, of who he had, you know, I'll give him top five. I'll get top. You know, I, I say he's top three, and I don't think he's three or two. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Okay. But but yeah, man, it's gonna suck to see him going with the with the quarter the the three quarter sleeves somewhere else. Probably gonna be. I think he's going to uh, L.A. to the Chargers or maybe even uh, Atlanta. I don't know Atlanta. why you would want to go to Atlanta, but whatever. I could have beat him. I think L.A. is gonna go for Jim Harbaugh. You say what? L.A. is gonna go for who? Jim Harbaugh. Ooh, I didn't even think. Of, I forgot about him. Like leaving uh, college. Oh yeah, he ain't I going back to Michigan. He, he ain't going back. I heard he is leaving though. I heard he's leaving yeah, and then yeah. coming back to the NFL. But he was 
he, he did good in the NFL with the 49ers and whatnot. They, they did have a two, that Super Bowl championship. Yeah, yeah then they go to the Super Bowl and they got smashed by the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, I wanted them to win for Randy Moss because Moss was on the team and he still didn't win one because he didn't yeah. win with us. Yeah, yeah. But uh, who? It's gonna be interesting to see because all these pieces moving, but the end of an era. That's that's sad. I, I, it did me and my brother. My brother's here right now. He's in town and stuff. He's in, he's in my 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 spare room. But AC. We were, yeah, he's in the other room right now. He could probably he could hear me. He texted me earlier. He was like, "Oh, I hear you on uh George Park." <laughs> Oh, he should he should have jumped on. He should have told me. I would have put him on too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, it's it's end of an era, but it's it's still exciting as a football fan just to see like what what happens next. Because I I am excited about Gerard Mayo. You know, former former Patriot. He's been here as a linebackers coach for a few years. Super Bowl. That's champ. gonna be fun to see. I'm excited to see what he does. And finally, I'm hoping we don't trade our damn first round pick. And we take, excuse me, and we take one of these quarterbacks because I'd be happy with any one of those three. Drake but May, Caleb time, Williams, or Mike Pennant, Michael Penix? I don't think Penix is going to go in the top top ten. They're, I think it's going to be going ten. They're projecting it. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think that as for because we got the third pick overall, so I think it's going to be either Caleb Williams, Drake May, or uh, Jaden Daniels. That's his name, right? Yeah, Jaden yeah, Daniels. I think it's going to be one of those three, and I, honestly, I'd be happy with any one. But, but we really need to 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 shell out some money or make some trades. I I heard I know T Higgins is a free agent this year, so I hope we go for him. He's a dog. He's a he's a wide receiver one on like twenty six teams, Excellent. you know. <laughs> so so I mean, just to see him mm. go on the free agent, I, we need some playmakers. I don't care who's that quarterback if you don't got nobody to throw to. Can't do nothing. You can't do nothing. Yeah, there's not. There's only one Tom Brady, and he ain't coming back. Look what happened with Aaron Rodgers his last year in the Packers. Yeah, couldn't yeah, catch shit. Yeah. didn't have nobody. You know what I mean? So Oscar the Grouch was out. <laughs> I could have been out. So there. now I'm starting. So, so now I'm starting to feel what it feels like to be a, a sorry team these last few years. It was great, but I, but I, but I don't want to get used to it, huh? It was great to watch y'all lose. Like, oh. I feel like a lot of NFL, yeah, the football world does love it, bro. They're like, yo, that's it, bro. Time has passed. That's it. It's time for you guys yeah. to suck. <laughs> Especially year, your division. Ready. Oh, my God. We're the worst in our division. And then, like, come on, bro. Uh, I can't the, the, the bottom five in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. But hopefully Mayo brings a, a good, because obviously as a player, he was a great leader. For the Patriots defense and stuff like that, so hopefully he he continues with that and and gets us some good pieces around because the defense was always good. So I'm not worried about the defense. I think he's going to continue that. It's just the offensive side that we need to get some some playmakers out there badly. Yeah, because I love the running back Ramondre Stevenson. I love him. Uh, Zeke was playing well this year at some point. Right. What happened? Yeah, last like four games, I think he played pretty good. I didn't think he was going to do that well. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. So we just need a pass game, some receivers, and and I, I don't think Mac. I mean, apparently Mac Jones. They were showing. Uh, it's funny because they were showing like his stats up next to um, Trevor Lawrence, and they're oh, hey, similar, yeah, similar stats. <laughs> so I mean, and Trevor Lawrence has some some guys to throw to. Yeah, but, but Trevor uh, Lawrence's first year was horrendous, bro. And I wouldn't even put all the blame on him. 
It was uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, what he was doing with the team. Yeah, exactly. Bars in Jacksonville. Had yeah. Sitting on yeah. his lap and, and stuff like that. So he was in focus. He wasn't in the game. Yeah. Nah. He, he was enjoying the NFL life. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get this money. I'm going to chill. Bye. <laughs> Grown <laughs> men. I don't got to teach his kids. Grown men. They know what they're doing. Go out there and do what you do, man. Yeah, he be, he be wilding. Yeah. Uh, talk about college uh, coaches, man. Uh, last thing before we start getting out of here. Um, Nick Saban retired, like I mentioned, seven national championships. And if college playoffs was a thing before, he would have been in so many college playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Trick, what do, do you think it was a good move for him to to retire? You think it's going to be a good thing for Alabama? Like, what are your thoughts on this whole situation of him being gone now? I would not apply for that job. <laughs> after the resume he put out there uh, after yeah. that what that guy did what you want me to what you want me to co- excuse me i know it's like his his all the coaches once he left he sat them down like hey fellas i'm retiring he's like they're like what you know that means one of us gotta step up or somebody has to come and take the job <laughs> like i mean i feel nick seven man he, he's he's asserted his dominance in college football like who doesn't know what nick Saban is every I, what is it? I, there was a crazy stat. I think like fifty percent of his players that played for him are in the NFL or played in the NFL. Would have yeah. doubted. Forty-four first rounders or something like that too. Yeah, it's you know like wow. You know what? What he he is a cornerstone of football on the college and NFL level because if it wasn't for him developing developing the players in college, they wouldn't be in the NFL. So I I I. I I mean, you get tired of that, you know. You you ever do something for so long at such a high caliber, you don't want to do it no more. You're like, man, I want to, I want to go. You know, he probably want to go to Jamaica or Sandals Resort or something like that. You want to chill, man. You want to drink pina coladas and dance in the rain and shit like that. Dance in the rain. <laughs> the, the amount of hours they put in too, man, because yeah. that's like that's like doing triple overtime every week, <laughs> like in a regular job. Like if you really put it in perspective. They used to they used to get there. Our coaches used to get there at six a.m. something like that for our uh, our morning meetings, like position meetings and stuff. And then they I wouldn't see them leave until like six seven p.m. Yeah. So imagine you put it in twelve thirteen hour days every day, <laughs> every day. And then and then in the off season, you're traveling all over the country trying to recruit players and all this stuff. And I heard uh, a part of it had to do with uh, the NIL stuff because he, he obviously. That's new to him. That's, you know, the evolution of college. I wish I was in college right now. <laughs> I wish you were too. Boy. Bro, because, yeah. bro, because back in the day, you accept $5 from somebody and you're suspended. That's crazy. How <laughs> you get a check? Yeah. So now these kids is making millions already off names too. Some of them. And when you oh. look at like uh, the Manning, Arch Manning and stuff like that. But just to see that, I think it's been wearing on him, like having to recruit in that way. Oh, yeah, we want to throw you a couple million. Because that's what kids are doing now. They're like, I'm not coming unless you pay me $2 million. Yeah. Hey, so you can't, and you can't be mad at them. You can't be mad at them. Right. You get hurt. Yeah. Rightfully so. They need, they, I would love to have been able to say, that, hey, who, who paying me? I, I need 500K a year or something like that. Like, what's up? Before I even step on camera. I need 20 Gs a game. That shit better be in my bank account before the day of the game. If not, I ain't shooting up. You hear I'm me? Out of my house before I even leave. Yeah. I need before, to, I, before I even I need step to out and visit. 
I need I need to get on the plane to go to my first day of school knowing my mom got a new house. That's a, that's how right. they probably is right now, yep, and I yep. I don't blame them. I'd have been the same way. You see Caleb Williams in fucking South California and what he living in. That boy living in a penthouse, boy, chilling in, in L.A. Chilling in L.A. <laughs> chilling. That boy is having the time of his life. That's why he says, "Hey man, if the right team ain't gonna pick me up with the first pick in the NFL draft, I'm going back." to college because your boy had a penthouse chilling instead of going to chicago freeze my damn ass off exactly <laughs> exactly i hope yeah. that doesn't bite him in the butt i really hope he comes and still balls like he comes in and still balls because it's gonna it's not gonna look good because people are like oh he's being assisted or whatever because he don't want to go i wouldn't want to go there either yeah. what uh who was it uh eli manning eli manning did the same thing he said i don't i'm not playing for the chargers you better trade me right now and that's what they did. Oh, they got they drafted him, and then he said, and "I'm got not Drew playing." Brees out of it. No, they got a uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Drew Brees was supposed to go to Miami. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Right. But I, I'm looking at it like that. I'm like, but who knows? Who knows? But uh, but yeah, back to back to Coach Saban. I mean, I think he's the greatest college coach of all time. Is that showing already? Um. It's gonna be tough for the new coach, the the old Washington head coach, coach with the I don't even know how to say it. Yeah, um, but um, just because they had a lot of uh, they had Kaelin a lot DeBoer. of guys, Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, they had a lot of guys. I believe already decommit or into the portal and stuff like that. Just because from the six, new, seven top players of the team just went yeah. into the portal. So it's almost like Nick Saban is taking. Oh, it almost feels like he's taking the, the, the Bama culture with him. Yeah. And that's making kids not want to go there. You know what I mean? Because a lot of kids were going there because of him, you know? Yep. And you're pretty much guaranteed to go to the league. Like, if you even start for Bama, you're pretty much guaranteed to go to the league in some form or fashion. You know what I mean? But who knows what what this guy's going to have to do to, to really start over and things like that. It's going to be tough to see. He's going to have to start just throwing money at people to get him to stay. <laughs> Literally. Literally. We gonna see, man. It's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see like this new, these new eras and stuff. I mean, it's, it sucks for the Patriots, but <laughs> you know exciting, w- man. what I like, and just like the same thing with Pete Carroll because Pete Carroll um, is going to move on from head coaching. He's going to move more into uh, the front office of the Seattle Seahawks. And what I like to see is that I don't want to see a coach die out on the field, figuratively speaking, like. End your whole life just doing being a head coach of college football because it brings a lot of fucking stress, I would believe. It brings a lot of time away from your friends and family. It brings a lot of um, things in your life that, like, it can be negative but also be positive at the same time. And it's like if you're spending your whole life doing this one thing that you're putting, again, triple OT hours in, like, dude, it's going to desecrate you. Like, so I like to see that he got out at a certain point. I do, uh, I do uh, see how you're talking about the NIL, NIL shit that he's just like, yeah, you know, it's too much for me, this new whole thing. You know what? I'm going to just get out while I can. Like, yeah. uh, like, I think it's good for him. You know what, man? Go take some fishing trips. Go take your wife out somewhere, man. Be, live life, man. He, what? He's like 65? Like 65? He's 72. 72. 72. 72, man. Yeah, bro. Come on. You got maybe 20 years or whatever the fuck. Like, maybe in this generation with technology and shit. Maybe even 30 years. Maybe you can live 100. Whatever. But, like, dude, live the rest of your life, like, doing the other shit that you like to do. 
Like, exactly. don't just fucking waste it all on the field, in my opinion. That's what's crazy, though. Pete Carroll, 72. Saban, 72. Uh, Belichick is 71. And he going to keep going. <laughs> and he's going to keep going, yeah. I, I'm like, bro, at some point, you got to be like, I, I don't care how much you love it. You got to be like, all right, let me move on. Do something else. Yep. Enjoy my money that I made over these last fifty years or whatever. Relaxing yeah. too, like uh, yeah. not all that stress on your mind. Fucking fuck! I gotta wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I gotta, I gotta get ready. I gotta get my notes ready. I gotta be a film by five fifty-five, and you know, like because yeah. I feel like some of them they love it. Like it's because they love it. They want to stay and keep doing it. And then the other half is, I think some of them kind of have like a little pride thing. I think Belichick is more like the pride side. He loves it too, but it's more like the pride side where it's like, okay. I got to prove that I could do this without Brady, yada, 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 because you saw where Brady went imme- almost immediately, or, yeah, immediately. Immediately, the Super next season. Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl, right away. And I'm like, all right, but <laughs> come on, dog. I would I would have been at 60-something. I would have been like, all right, I'm a millionaire. I'm chilling. <laughs> Facts. Facts. You know, he's done enough, you know. They both, they've all done enough, you know. One or Super do, Bowl, or something else. Something else that is, is challenging too. Not super challenging, but challenging to yourself because you don't know what it is. It's something new to you. But like a new hobby. Like, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't want to just be in that particular position, being a head coach of a fucking great organization, a, a, a successful organization. Now, I'm talking about Belichick standard. Now it's going downhill. Now you got to deal with all these other stresses. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Might as well. Just... At that age. Or maybe yeah. maybe that that's what he thinks. Like, okay, this next chapter, you know, I'm still going to be doing the thing I love in, in a different city, a different organization, a different team, and it's going to be a new challenge for me. But I still feel like you're, you're going to be super stressed out. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Might, might as well take care of your mental health at that point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, like Marshall Lynch said, take care of your chickens. Take care of your chickens, baby. A quote of the day. What a way to end right there. Take care of your chickens, baby. (laughs) My guys, hey, thank you, bro. Before we get out of here, if you guys want to promote anything of yours or anyone else's, go right ahead. My boys. Um, uh, So I want to promote actually my dogs. My dog's clothing line. You feel me? It, it, it's pro- this is one of the most well-made hoodies I've ever had the pleasure of wearing. Um, let me show you the back. The back is even more tough. Uh, you feel me? I don't know. You see? Oh, 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 oh! There you go. For the people that are just That's listening dope. on the audio feed, he's wearing a black hoodie with on the back. It's a heart that says "Heartbreak Kids," and on the front, it's a, a broken heart down the middle. Yeah, looks like so a very comfortable hoodie. Pretty. It looks like a, a Nike dry fit. No lie. It, 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 it feel better than the Nike Tech, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, it's yeah. fire, it's fire. Uh, I, I believe the. I have the. Yeah, what's the name? Uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck. It's a heartbreak kids. I, that's what I think. Okay, oh, so I, it's, I, on it's, uh, it's on the back. Yeah, no uncensored generation. That's the name of the. On what? Uncensored generation. Nice. nice, nice. It's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah, super ill, super ill. You follow oh, yeah. them on. Um, uh, you know the. It, see, the thing is, this is so exclusive. It hasn't even dropped yet. It's gonna drop soon. So uh, you feel me? Eat that up. My you dog was. got the exclusive stuff, just like Jawan too. I know Jawan be doing the TikTok videos for like products. 
you get the products for free. I'm not wearing none of the products right now, though. I can't <laughs> <tell> nobody <else>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But anything you want to shout out for yourself? Uh, yeah, just my, uh, you know, my business, my, my film business, Freeze Frame Media. We got a, uh, actually starting, uh, probably next month. We're starting a short film we got in the works. Um, it's going to be kind of based on Miami. It's going to be based on Miami, like the Miami life and stuff like that. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. You know, if anybody want to follow my Instagram at Joan Caesar. You know, for any updates and news about that. But also, we do a lot of stuff for uh, for businesses, local businesses or big businesses. Doesn't matter if you have a product or a service that you want to highlight and you want to showcase. Hit us up. We got the the creative genius for you and, and making your dreams come to life. Love nice. it. I love it. I love it. Helping nice. out the community, baby. That's what we love do that. best. Yes, yes. Fire, fire. Woo! Guys, you know where you can follow me on Twitter at George Mike Perez, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at GMikeMedia underscore. The audio version of the podcast is on all podcast platforms, and the video version is on YouTube. And I have this uh, gambling company going on. It's called The Degenerates, where we help out people every day to win out $25, $50 to $100 a day. These boys are on it. It's only $5 a month, and you can win up to that money every single day. So if you guys want to yeah, yeah. want to talk to me about it the link is going to be on the bottom of the screen or if not just hit me up on one of my socials in the dm baby and let's get these dubs baby we got this parlay cowboys money line james listen <laughs> eat the dub eat the dub eat the dub